Welcome back in to Mining Stock Daily, everybody. Happy to welcome in Meridian Mining once again for a corporate update. And Chairman Mr. Gilbert Clark, Meridian Mining Trades on the TSX with MNO. Uh, Gilbert, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, you got a few pennies back in the Meridian's pocket once again. Yeah. Hey, hi, Trevor. Thank you for letting me on the, uh, the podcast again today. Yeah, no, we, today we, we closed the, the cup of the bought deal that we launched last Monday. Um, pretty happy with it. It's put the company in a very strong position now to advance the uh, engineering, uh, resource delif- engineering and resource expansion works at Cabotel and in associated environmental studies. So, yeah, no, it puts us in a very strong position now to deliver real growth without being hampered by um, lack of funds or not having sufficient funds to correctly go to advance the project to the next stage. Uh, that's, I want to take a step back because this this really happened quickly. Uh, in fact, the, the original news release when you announced it when you announced it was for eight million dollars, uh, and then it was quickly upsized, <laughs> doubling that. Uh, so then we were expecting sixteen. Well, you got even more than that. You know, so talk about. Can you kind of share with us some insight of how this all kind of came about and why the timing and why such increase so quickly? Um, well, we had, was, I guess, you look at the, the, the stage of the project, okay, where it was priced, um, and also you look at, we had tremendous participation by existing institutional and retail supporters in that placement. Um, we worked very well with the syndicate of, of banks, the underwriters, uh, led by Beacon and, and Rami James, with the co-managers from CIBC, um, Stifle, and Cormouth. Um, it's not; it's the project is becoming more and more well known within the the big institutional resource funds, and not. I think we had um, I look on sixteen percent participation from Canadian. Uh, funds and so there's 84% participation from international resource funds or generalist funds with exposure. So Meridian and its Capital project um, is becoming very much well known within the long only funds and and the way that we structured it, whereby we had no warrants attached to it, effectively, you know that is the way forward for financing these types of projects. It's, it's the warrants are for venture, like when you're starting off, and once you become mature with your aspect or your project, you by having these clean capital structures, these clean financing structures, you attract the long only money. Well, there's absolutely benefit. You, you can get away with no warrants here, but it just also puts you in kind of that trough of the Lassonde curve here, as many of us are aware here, Gilbert. So, talk to us about what the company. What the catalyst we could possibly see in the coming months to really start that uptrend back out of that Lisson trough? Oh, look, I think we, we'll be delivering, updating the market with some uh, with our drill results, um, advancing the project um, along the belt. Okay, starting the, uh, the, the the obviously the next bullseye is Saint Helena. Um, the potential for additional discoveries along the belt that we'll bring into the market. Um, advancing the engineering and mining studies on the Cabasal deposit itself to take that to the next stage. So the, it's, it's we've really I've been chatting to a lot of my shareholders, and you come from we've come out of being a um, speculative resource exploration phase company. Now we're coming into something that's going to net asset value. 
So now our shareholders are managing an asset in their portfolio, not a speculation, an asset. So what we want to do now is grow that asset value for our shareholders and reciprocate that into our share price. Uh, you, we find you in Brazil, actually. That you know, people who are frequent the show maybe will recognize that. You know, Gilbert doesn't sound the same. Well, that's because he's actually <laughs> on site, on site there uh, at the Cabasal project. Uh, give me a sense of you know, it's it's been a little bit of time since you've been back on the project. Uh, you know, what are you seeing on the on the ground there? What's new? What's changed? Um, you know, you know, give us <sighs> sentiment there. Well, we've. Pretty much, I'd say, tripled the size of the admin office here in, in uh, San Jose Catamarco. So it's, it's set for expansion to replicate the expansion of the project. Um, the field offices in at the actual site uh, massively changed. They almost doubled in size. Um, and then it's the things that, um, uh, which I think are quite key, is you know the, the safety aspects for approaching the site now. They've all, all been upgraded to a more mining standard. Um, rehabilitation of all the old drill pads that we've done, that's completely advanced so the farmer can put his cows back onto the, onto the land so no, it's, it's just a general expansion of everything that's been really and that's where we've been investing our money um, our shareholders money I should say um, we've been investing that into the ground so that means we can um, see sort of bricks and mortar growth of the, of the Capacel project Give me a sense of what you and the management are looking at as far as delivering that next technical report. You you published the PEA just a couple months ago, back in March, and but you mentioned like a lot of this this money from this raise is going to go into that resource delineation expansion. Um, you know, a number of other engineering studies, but you know, what is the uh, you know the long term horizon to maybe establishing that PFS here? Uh, for the Cabasol project? Oh, look, the, the next key one really is going to be that resource upgrade. And as we've discussed this in the market previously, how we identified, I think, with hole 46 or hole 45 and hole 205, how we had quite a significant area of the entire deposit that wasn't covered with shallow drilling. Well, actually, it was drilled from surface, but it just wasn't assayed or it was... Um, vertical drilling so it didn't pick up any of the, the gold overprint. So what we want to do in our next drill program is not only target sort of the very high-grade copper lot we had in hole 240, you know, that's a boomer zone, but also really focus on those first years one to five, that shallow continual high-grade or continual strong grades of uh, mineralisation that goes into the next resource upgrade because it's that first couple of years is what drives the financial model. So we want to put more and more and more into that in that early years because we see great growth in the deposit. Up dip, we actually in some areas of the deposit, um, there's no drilling and it's classified as zero. So we want to populate that with drilling so we can change that from waste to, to mineralisation. And then that top 30, 40 metres, which currently is sort of populated statistically, we want to cover that with drilling that's been assayed and bring that into the, the financial model. And why is that important, guys? Because by generating that high cash flow in that first period, that's what really impacts your, your, your MPV and your IRR, and that will directly impact your NAV and, the, and how we actually, what percentage of our NAV is on our valuation. So we want to get ourselves, at the moment we're trading at about, um, I think it's about 018 to NAB, 
So we want to see ourselves up at a 0 0.4, 0 0.55 to NAV, 0 0.45 to NAV. And then that's a significant idea of the multiple on the equity growth that we're targeting with this, with this capital we've raised. Okay. Uh, my last question for you, Gilbert, we'll try to keep this quick. Uh, I'm just curious really what the experience was like raising cash right now. Uh, you know, a lot of companies have been out there in the last couple of months being able to raise serious amounts of cash. And I would put obviously 18.4 million dollars as substantial amount of cash to raise. Uh, but others, other companies, you know, more exploration type of companies, less development that are having a continued really hard time raising the capital. I, I'm just kind of curious, what was your the general sentiment like in this capital raise? You know, what was some of the messaging you got from people participating regarding the risk capital that's going into or not going into this sector right now? Well, I, I think, um, look, we, we, I guess the, the term that a lot of the bankers like to hear is we left an incredible amount of money on the table. Um, a lot of the incoming institutions did not get their full fill. Um, we could raise a lot more, but we, we have always worked with um, a, a financing structure, which is to put um, as, much, as much of the investors' money into the ground. And I think it's very good for our sector that the, the quality of the international um, long-earning funds, the generalist funds, want exposure to the natural resource um, sector have actually come in and invested on, in, in the exchanges, be it ASX or TSX or, or London. Um, so we actually, like you said, we've had a very concise message for the last two years, Trevor, since we did the first one. We have a purchase agreement for Cabasau. We're going to build a mine. And I've always said it's a low, what we're doing is a low-risk um, investment philosophy. And that reverberated well with the institutional investors. Um, they like the liquidity of the Toronto Stock Exchange. So, and they see it. I think we're into a very interesting cycle now for commodities. So it's great for our sector to see such large um, – very large investors coming into the sector via um, Meridian's recent, now completed bought deal. We, 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 we announced at 7.30, we're upsized and we're doing allocations 15 minutes before, you know, I think just before close. It was bang, 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 done. And it was the exact type of investors that I, I wanted to attract and the ones that would come in and support the existing shareholders. It's very easy to take money off anyone, to get anyone to come into the sector. It's, it's the quality of the, of the um the investor, and they'll also look at the quality of the shareholders. And our shareholders, uh, I'm hoping, are some of the best informed and they can make a precise decision, and that was what I think some of the incoming shareholders liked, how we operate and how our shareholders support the stock. Well, uh, you must be inflating my ego a little bit because I continue to be a shareholder. So thanks for that, Gilbert. I appreciate those comments. All right. Uh, let's keep it short and quick. Thanks okay. so much for your time. Uh, congratulations on getting this done. Uh, there's going to be a lot of news out of Cabasol here this year. And now that you're cashed up, ready to go. So we'll be bringing uh, all the listeners the latest updates from you and the team out there at the project in Brazil. Gilbert, have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Trevor. And like always, if anyone's got any inquiries, just send it to info at meridianmining.co and it comes to me and I'll do my best to reply to your inquiry. Thanks again, Trevor. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. 
Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.